What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Truth Serum. It has been a while. It's your host, Jordan Thomas, with your other host, Travis Sumter. Travis, say what's up. What's up, baby? Woo! Hey, we back! Wow, we we back. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. So, uh, what you been up to, Travis Sumter? How's it been going? Uh, nothing. Just fucking studying football, talking bullshit with you, watching the fucking games. We, you know, we doing all that kind of shit. Got one question for you tonight, though. What you wearing? What's up, baby? What you wearing? I am wearing the Kurt shirt, and I'm glad you asked. Uh, for those that don't know, we lost a member of the True Serum family recently, and so we want to just uh, honor Kurt Kunkel and his amazing wife, Colleen, daughter, Hannah. Um, man, they're the heartbeat, the heart and soul of, of what we do, and, and we love you guys. So this one's to Kurt. For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, same. Love Kurt. Um, you know, we had some really great times together, even though it was short times together that we had. You know, it was great times. Went to an NFL game with that guy and with you. Beautiful. Can't wait to do it again, man. Hell yeah. Anyway, so in honor of Mr. Kunkel, we're going to be going over the NFC North tonight. We're going to talk about all of those teams. We're going to talk about the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to talk about fuck the Packers. Yeah. We're going to talk about some elite wide receiver twos like Byron Pringle, you know, so lots of good stuff in tonight's episode. So, Travis, why don't you, uh, why don't you kick us off? Uh, let's start with the Green Bay Packers tonight. So, first of all, we got Aaron Rodgers back. What do we think about that? I mean, I figured, and and I was pretty adamant about this last season, like he wasn't going to go anywhere. I never thought he was actually going to leave, thought he might retire, but no shock that he's back. Yeah, I mean, like it was kind of a surprise to me that, uh, you know, like I thought maybe there was a chance he might not come back or he might retire. You know, I thought that was all going to lean on Devontae Adams' decision, whether he was going to play or not. I mean, like, Colt will tell you, too, about it. Like, I was, like, all over that, like, I don't know. Is he going to come back or not? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it almost feels like he's going to have to start over, right? Right? It almost feels like he's going to have to start over with that. Um, It's just – it was kind of a shock to me. So, I mean, going on to that, you know, like, we can also talk about Devontae Adams and how big of a loss that is for the team. So, yeah, for me, for sure, Devontae Adams, man, it's, it, it is a huge loss to that team. Um, they're really light at the wide receiver. They did get uh, Christian Watkin, or Watson um, in the draft, but do you think that guy's ready to step in and be the number one? Who's the number one option for that offense? Uh, to, me, to me, it's probably Sammy Watkins. You really want to ask me. But honestly, I, I – Like, when I look at it, I think the best two weapons on that team right now are the running backs, and I think it's A.J. Dillon and it's Aaron Jones, right? Absolutely. I think they're going to use a lot of Aaron Jones in the slot this year and behind the backfield, you know, running swings, running, you know, uh, all those different kind of routes in the backfield, you know, just kind of those jet sweeps, stuff like that. They're going to have both backs on the field this year. They're going to have to. It, like it's been proven, you know, like even you watch games without Devontae Adams and how much they use both backs. It, it should be, you know, they should both be pretty good, you know, standalone value by themselves. 
Absolutely, man. I I'm all I am on the Aaron uh, Aaron Jones train this season. I feel like a lot of people are overlooking that that guy's still really freaking good, um, and I do think he will be one of the main focuses in this offense. Um, you know, without Devontae Adams, I think the question has to be asked. You know, do you think the Packers are still the favorite in this division? I think it's a lot closer now. I don't okay. know if they're I don't know if they're like the over the top favorites, right? Like I feel like the Vikings and the I don't think the Bears are really in it, but I think the I think the Lions are up and coming. Yep. Okay. Okay. I can see that. For for me, I think the Packers probably still have a firm grip on this thing just because they have Aaron Rodgers, right? They they have the best player in the division. And I, I hate the Packers, but I don't, I don't think Devontae Adams will be something that Rodgers can't overcome as much as I would like it to be something that Aaron Rodgers can't overcome. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so let's move on to another team. How about, uh, let's talk about these Minnesota Vikings, the uh, Colleen Conkles special by the way for anybody wanting to know all these years we've been shouting out our lady colleen kunkel only to find out through the amazing man kurt kunkel himself that really this whole time i guess it was pronounced colleen like i'm colleen in my living room but yeah <laughs> just some fun uh, kunkel trivia for you as we transition to the minnesota vikings and so with that i think miss colleen kunkel would be the first one to tell you Mike Zimmer is gone, right? Yep, yep. Mike Zimmer gone. Uh, you know, like uh, I think, they, and they bring in uh, Kevin O'Connell. Um, you know, coming from the McVay system of the Rams. But I think a lot of things about, uh, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of Vikings fans will agree with you. You know, like uh, having Mike Zimmer there, he would always play it safe to the chest when he was playing games. He would have a three-point lead. He would still just be running the ball three straight times on downs. You know, like, it's it, it just was never a good thing. Like, when you're in the lead, you want to pound the fucking ball. Like, like, not just pound the ball, but get the ball downfield, take chances, fucking go out and win games, you know. have You know, like, you never see Bill Belichick when he was ahead back in the day with Tom Brady just take a break. It was all gas all day. And hopefully maybe – you know, Kevin O'Connell brings that kind of attitude to the team. Could you imagine if a guy like Aaron Rodgers had the weapons that Kirk Cousins has at his disposal? It's ridiculous. And and there were so many times the, the Vikings stalled out last year. And so, you know, just going to your point, uh, Kevin O'Connell, uh, McVay disciple, that's worked out really well for the Bengals. That's worked out really well for the Packers. And so um, I'm really interested to see what the next iteration of that becomes. The Vikings have pieces. Um, they're, they're definitely not short of talent. They're, you know, they need to push those chips in. I think this will ultimately be Kirk Cousins' last hurrah. Uh, shit or get off the pot, so to speak. Uh, does he got it or not? And uh, outside of that, yeah, um, I think really their biggest roster addition was Zadarius Smith. Um, I know that you weren't the biggest fan of some of their draft moves. So, so tell us about what they did in the draft. I mean, they got Booth and they got Seen. Um, 
and their secondary to kind of, you know, get younger at that posi- those positions. And uh, um, hopefully it works out where they, you know, can kind of revamp it and, you know, be better back there. I mean, they do have some excellent uh, people, you know, excellent tutelage for them to learn under. You know, you got um, you got Patrick, Patrick Peterson yep. and you got uh, uh, Hunter back there. So, I mean, like they do have excellent people to learn under. So, I mean, like maybe in a year or two, we can kind of see what these players develop into. Um, I don't think either one is like a for sure, you know, hit thing, like where they're going to be an elite defender or anything like that. But hey, you know what? Maybe they can just, you know, maybe they can just grow with the team, right? Yep, absolutely. Um, so, and, uh, you know, just want to mention Colleen Kunkel's boyfriend, Harry Smith. He's back there too, another person to help groom those young guys. And so I, the Vikings, like I said, they have the talent. Let's see if they can kind of put it all together. Now, let's kind of transition to the anti-Viking. Let's talk about Jeremy Pyle and Tyler Tompkins, Detroit Lions. And so, man, Kevin O'Connell just came in for the Minnesota Vikings, but I don't think there's a head coach I was more excited to watch last season than Dan freaking Campbell for the Detroit Lions. So, what did you think about uh, old Dan Campbell, his <laughs> kneecap-biting habits, and uh, the emergence of this Detroit team kind of in the second half of the season? Woo! 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 Aiden Hutchinson, number two overall. Should have been the first overall pick, if you ask me. Uh, going to be, you know, staying home, staying in the home state. Uh, he's going to be, you know, he's somebody that can get off the ball and get off the ball quick and get a good pass rush, and that's going to be an important thing for this team. That's one thing that this team has desperately been missing, um, especially like last year when these when teams were able to drop back, you know, have time to, you know, find a, a player downfield and throw the ball. Like uh, the Lions desperately needed a pass rush. Uh, yeah. Uh, we can also talk about their number 12 pick. Real quick before we transition to that guy, I, I you know I just want to get my two cents as well on Aiden Hutchinson. Um, definitely should have been the number one overall pick in this draft. I feel like too. I, I think the Jaguars fumbled the ball with that uh, that first pick. I think Hutchinson is absolutely one of those key cog type players that you're going to plug in there from day one and he's going to be there for you know eight to ten years he may not be you know the best edge guy in the league by any means but he's always going to be one of those guys and so I, I i love that play so what else did they do with that draft tell me about it they traded with the division right they got yeah the, the minnesota, minnesota vikings. vikings yeah they did the 12th pick Got Jamal fucking Williams. Holy shit. Okay, talk to me. Why do you love this so much? Because I'm not as big of a I'm I'm not as high on Jameson, but but let us have it. Tell me. This man is an absolute fucking game breaker. He will bust defenders' ankles in routes. He's he plays the exposition. Uh he's gonna get plenty of fucking targets. He's gonna be just a fucking monster. But with the caveat, he's he's going to take some time to get healthy. You know, they said he's on a good path right now. Um, I think it might be about midseason before we really see him. And, I, 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 you know, like I don't really think you're going to see a lot of him um, this season. I think it's going to be – it's going to take him 
until the following season. Because one thing that I always talk about is that usually when a player comes off an ACL tear, especially when we're talking about this close in, it's usually going to take them that full year to recover. So I think when you're really going to see Jameson Williams explode is going to be in the 2023 year. Okay. Okay. I like it. So for me, I, I've got a lot of question marks about Jamison Williams. And look, if, if you watch this guy play football, it's hard not to get excited about him, right? He's absolutely electric. I don't know if he's more than a, a one-trick pony, take the top off the defense kind of guy. And that guy can have a long, successful career in this league. He can. Um, Deshaun Jackson did it, right? So um, it's definitely been done before. My concern is I hope he isn't more McCole Hardman or, you know, one of these other. And, and that's a terrible comparison, by the way, just but I'm thinking of the one dimensional speed guy that didn't really translate on the next level. So um, but he, he's got speed for days. What I do like about Jamison Williams, though, um, and what I do like about what they're doing is I feel like they're bringing some wide receivers to this team. I, I, I love the signing of DJ Chark on a uh, on a little prove it deal. Um, you got St. Brown still in the mix there. Amon Ross, St. Brown still in the mix there. So I think quietly the Detroit Lions are gathering some good quality weapons to put behind, whether it's Jared Goff or, you know, the, the next guy up. Um, and then, you know, we haven't even talked about DeAndre Swift, who I think we're both very high on. Yeah, yeah, DeAndre Swift. Um, there are some questions about, you know, um, Jamal Williams' as backup. Um, that, you know, maybe the team isn't totally sold on him right now. But the offensive line is elite. Uh, Jared Goff, I think, is serviceable. He, he can get a team to places. Right, he's serviceable. Um, Detroit Lions trade for Gardner Minshew. It's a match made in heaven. And if Dan Campbell and Gardner Minshew can't come together and produce a Super Bowl, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know what could happen in life. That's it, it's just so obvious to me. I mean, it feels like a match made in heaven, wasn't it? <laughs> God mode Minshew. Dan, I'm going to bite your kneecap off Campbell, man. Come on. Oh, nasty. Uh, DJ Shark, I kind of just see as another guy out there. I don't I don't really – I'm not really sold on him, um, really putting up a huge lot of fantasy value for this season. Um, I think he could be a very sneaky late round dart throw personally. Uh, he's, and, and I'm sure in some weeks he's going and drafted at this time. I just know that I've, I've seen flashes from that kid and I think a change of scenery is going to be good for him. And I think he will be a, a bigger piece early on, especially this season while Jamison's recovering. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's more of a depth piece right now. I mean, maybe he does have some value in this year, but you're, and you're right, he is going undrafted in most drafts, that, in most league formats that you do. Um, and then we can talk about St. Brown, too. Uh, you know, I, th I feel like he's still going to get his. I feel like... Uh, I, I think St. Brown's absolutely going to be their, you know, th their guy. 
Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think he has anybody that's going to challenge him for that crown until Jamison Williams does start playing. So to me, he's going to eat. I just think DJ Chark might get a bite too. Yeah, I, I feel like right now it's going to be more of the Hawkinson St. Brown, uh, you know, train ride right now, like to start the season. Um, maybe, maybe this whole season. I mean, St. Brown ain't going to quite hit the numbers that he hit last year. It's going to kind of be a, it's going to be a, a slower burn, right? It's not going to be like all in that six week span. It's going to kind of just be more spread out over the season. Um, mm-hmm. But he should be a, he should be a solid wide receiver three, wide receiver four for your team, right? Yep, absolutely. And then uh, we can go on if you want to. Is that, is that everything you got about the Detroit Lions? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that corn-fed boy, TJ Hawkinson, anymore. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to those Chicago Bears, the Travis Sumter specials. So, I, I love the NFC North, and I love our NFC North fans because they're some of the most passionate, some of the most amazing ones we have. And I got to tell you, when I think of Chicago Bears fans, I think I get a little angel on, on one shoulder and a little devil on the other. And, and my angel here, Chicago Bears fan, Travis Sumter, the devil, of course, Michael Davis. David Truax, but you know I love you, baby. Bear down, but talk to me about it, Travis Sumter. Tell me about them Chicago Bears. It's it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> uh, you know, clearly uh, the organization has more faith in Justin Fields and uh, than the Bears fans have in Justin Fields with these weapons. If that makes sense to you. It makes perfect they, sense because they, they, they must think this guy is – he could do it with whatever. Yeah, I mean, if if he can even flash a little bit of whatever with this fucking shit roster, I will be mightily impressed. Yeah, I, I think he might die in uh, battle this year. I Like, it's going to be a long season for Justin Fields. Is this the worst wide receiving core in the league? Yes, I think so. I've, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for me to really think of another worse one. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe the Jags are pretty close. The Jags, the, the Titans, the Patriots, the Titans. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Yeah, maybe that I'd say maybe the Titans are worse than us, but that's I mean yeah, I mean at least they got, how do you uh, how, how do you feel about your boy Mooney? Do do you think he can he can step up? Do you think he can be bigger than what he, you know, is probably projected to be? I mean, he is he is absolutely everything that he's been. You know, over over the last season, um he was a he was a pretty good uh wide receiver. Uh, I, th- I think he was like, it was like somewhere around 140 targets he had last season. And uh, he, you know, like he capitalized on his opportunities and I expect him to do more of the same this year. I mean, like people make a big deal about Allen Robinson being gone. You know, like, I don't feel like that's that big of a deal to us because Allen Robinson was pretty much gone last year because he yeah. had no, no he impact. Absolute, and he had absolutely no desire to be there because the Bears burned the bridge with him before the season even started last year by not giving him an extension. Yep, completely agree. Um, 
So, so yeah, I don't, I don't think Allen Robinson is as big of a loss, but I, I do think they kind of dropped the ball with replacing him. Um, outside of that, I know they drafted the kid um, at, at 71. Um, talk to me about him. How do you feel about the wide receiver they came away with in this draft? Well, Vellis, Vellis Jones Jr., uh, not really a kid because he's 25 years old, so he's kind of an older rookie. But he's a speedster. He was he he ran the fastest in the in the combine. Um, so I mean that's gonna help us take the top off the defense. Uh there is a uh fuck Byron, Brian Pringle, you know, like we got him, whatever. Byron Pringle. I mean, whatever. Fucking whatever. I don't even I don't even know what the fuck we're doing anymore. This is a, <laughs> this is the worst this is the worst receiving core we've had pre Brandon Marshall. This is just fucking pain and misery. Uh, Hey, but at least you guys have some, you know, you guys have Khalil Mack on on defense, right? I don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, say what you will. Like, I I get it. And and I'm a Cowboys fan, so who am I to talk? Because my organization is also, you know, just a freaking disaster right now. But... You know, they're going to save a lot of money over the next couple of years with Khalil. Um, if they can rebuild this quickly, um, man, maybe maybe Justin Fields is that guy to deliver. I, I don't see it, but, you know, for your sake, I hope it comes to fruition. Yeah, and like exactly what you're talking about with the salary cap uh, savings, you know, 28.5 in 2023 and another about, you know, 23 in 2024. Um, one of the things that a lot of things uh, – or one of the things that Bears fans are truly missing when it comes to these moves is that if you look at everybody that's been signed, it's been nothing but one-year deals for all players. What uh, what they're doing right now is that they're setting themselves into a position to have $121 million in salary cap space after signing all rookies next season. The average NFL team usually has about seventy million in cap space. The Bears are going to have one hundred and twenty-one million in cap Whew. space. Baker Mayfield about most, to cash in. <laughs> <laughs> well, most ever in NFL history, and don't ever say that again. We do not <laughs> want Baker Mayfield. Oh my God, that would be a fucking disaster. Oh man. Well, oh man. Well, hey, I guess that's the that's the NFC uh, North. Anything you want to add before we uh, get out of here today? I'm just depressed now after talking about the Bears. Hey, well, hopefully, hopefully we can cheer you up on our next episode. I think we're doing the the AFC North next uh, time, so definitely tune in for that. Thanks for everybody that likes and subscribes. If you haven't already, bang that bell um, at the bottom. Uh, thanks all of our Patreons, and as always, stay, stay true. true.